It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Cox of Keller Williams Realty Elite. I am Kendra Cox. I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have over 30 years of experience. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Hey, welcome. It is the Brian and Kendra Show, but you look nothing like Kendra. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't know she had a beard. <laughs> oh, she should have been here. Man, she's going to shoot me. if She may not come to work tomorrow. No, we have Jason Koval today with JW's Nursery. Um, is that the legitimate name of your business? That's what everybody calls it. Yes. Okay. Sometimes we change our names just to be cool. I think like Keller Williams Realty Elite, and we were, you know, all those other names, but... It's JW's Nursery and Landscaping Incorporated, if you want the awesome. official... Incorporated. Yeah. So, um, not much news. We were just talking here, trying to figure out what's going on in Woodward. There's some playoff games still going on. Um, I just left a softball game. So, slow pitch softball has started for some schools. Kind of rounding down the end of the school year. School spring break coming up. So, that's kind of the turning point when all the kids quit thinking school and start thinking summer. So, and so, um, and then, of course... Kendra's going to fire me again because I didn't bring any statistics. I always bring statistics every week. So, But this week I spent some time in Alva and Cherokee looking at houses with Joe Parsons. He's the owner of agents up there in Alva. And uh, he covers like Winoka, Alva, Cherokee, those kind of area. He's doing pretty good. He's our, uh, he's our youngest member, like 19. Wow. Yeah, and he's he's smoking it. So, doing a really good job. Proud of him. Um, he's trying to go to college at the same time and work a couple of jobs. I, he's just going to have to pick real estate and quit all those other things. <laughs> now, I didn't say that. His mama would be mad at me. So, college is okay. So, especially since they're paying for it. He might as well get it. So, yeah, that's what we did today. <clears throat> Show a bunch of houses tomorrow. It's, it is getting busier. I think, I think the weather picking up is going to create some activity in the market. Um, obviously if you're looking to sell, we've got three customers coming in town tomorrow, looking at houses, got one coming in Saturday and one coming in Sunday. And one of them, I'm showing them like four houses. Cause that's all of them that fit. Like I said, you're driving three hours to look at, you know, four houses. So I can just send you a contract, just 25% chance to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> so it is getting tough out there. So we need some more houses. That's what we need really. So. If you're thinking about selling, give us a call. We'll uh, come out and check out your house, give you an idea of what it's worth, what we sell it for, and, and see if it's something that you're interested in doing. So, um, anything else? I think that's it. Um, I think we'll just get started, and then we will jump into this. So, I brought Jason on thinking my family's been talking about planting a garden, and I moved to the pasture, and we don't have grass we do have how many trees we planted? Six last year or eight, whatever. You planted like eight trees for me last year. So I have eight trees and a bunch of pasture grass. And so <clears throat> I'm trying to make it look more homey. And I tell people landscaping is super valuable to your house. People don't understand. Like in Edmond, if you build a building, you have to reserve. It's between three and 5% of your budget for landscaping. Wow. And they force it upon you. Hmm. So they want to keep their neighbor, their beautification of their town. So, um, when you doing your budget, I guess they see it and have to doctor or okay. The, 
don't know how they do that down there. So, um, I think it's important. I don't want anybody telling me how I have to do it, but it is important. Um, cause it does beautify some things. Um, we ripped out a whole bunch of stuff and maybe too much. I don't know, but, um, the next door neighbor I'm excited to see next to my building when they get done with theirs, what kind of, if they have any grass left, what kind of landscaping they're going to do because their building is awesome. The, the new <clears throat> pharmacy and clinic, oh, yeah. Western medical. So, but at my house, um, so sometimes people will move, they will build a house in the country. They will move a modular home or manufactured home out or build a barn home and then they just mow it. And it's just, so I tell people, I said, it's hard to sell like a double wide in a pasture or a manufactured home in a pasture or a barn house in a pasture looks like a barn. Like you need something to break up the monotony of the house. Um, so landscaping is super important. You can see the difference when you go to sell, especially the manufactured home market because most of them are in the country. There's lots of them in the country because they're easy, fast, put them on family land, stuff like that. Most there's a ton of them are super nice, but like there was one, um, Leslie TV bar owned it west of town. Um, she did all kinds of landscaping on it in Wendover. That house was impressive. The amount of landscaping sprinkler systems and concrete and porches and driveways and lots of shrubs and flowers. And, and I, I still remember today, like the one across the street had nothing or said that one complete difference, complete difference. So, and I believe it's like an artistic draw. So, all that being said, when do we kill all the stickers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is pretty much getting close now. Mid-March yes. and mm. mid-June is when we suggest putting yep. on the product um, to keep them from coming up. Um, and I bought some stuff from you a few years ago, and I tell the story. Um, it's in a big yellow bag. What's the name of that stuff? It's high-yield crabgrass control. Okay. And stickers are nowhere on the label. It, it takes care of it, but... It does. They are not making part of the chemical that's in that anymore. So when I run out of the high-yield crabgrass control, I'll get a different product that is supposed to work as well or better. But mm-hmm. I don't know even what that is yet because I had some left. So, um, But, yeah, that's a great product. Yes. So I did this test at my – I had a mobile home park, and we did this test – and I just told all the, the, the tenants there, I said, hey, we figured it. I was at your shop. We figured out how much I needed and how much it was going to cost me. And so I just called and said, I'll split it. So whatever it is, you pay 20, I'll pay 20. I'll put it down. We'll do it the whole year. Here's how much it's going to cost. I'll pay half of it. We'll test it. So all of the lots, there's 22 lots. So, you know, about 12 of them did it. 10 of them didn't. When Could we you tell a difference? When we got to mowing season, it was like a line. Wow. Of stickers where we didn't i mean it was all stickers and no like very few obviously some of them sneak through there but it was a hundred to one hmm. it was way and i was like i'm a believer so i went back and knocked on the other doors and they, they weren't interested so it was really a waste of time if they all needed to do it right <clears throat> so it was way impressive so and then kendra's been doing her yard um last year she had no grass when she bought her house three years ago now she has this amazing yard and I've been telling her like, you got to put this pre-emergent down and then you need to fertilize a bunch. And I know no, nothing. I'm just making stuff up. Um, her yard looks awesome. A lot of picking too. So if I'm killing my stickers, let's just go through that first. What do I need to do to kill my stickers? And then we'll take a break. 
uh, you put this, this is a granular product, and you put that down with a fertilizer spreader mid-March is when we recommend it, and then you water that in lightly. It doesn't need to be a heavy water, but water that in somehow, and that is all you have to do, and then do it again in 90 days. Okay, and then, so <clears throat> that kills and then gets them from coming up. Right. So what about the few that sneak through? What do we do about them? Like in, So they'll pop up in May, right? April, end of April, yes. first of May. And the hotter it gets, usually the more they come on. So I would say that you need to dig them if you can and just trash them. Um, I've heard of all kinds of tricks, putting a piece of carpet down to get rid of. Catch them? Yes. I feel like it spreads them. And I would think that it could, but people say they do that. But yeah. it's no. just hard to, if you, a lot of times you just have to manually dig out yeah. and that's the sand burrs. So I used an, some MSMA product one time, and I think it's just a crabgrass killer. That's a post emergent once they're up, and that was a great product. Yes. They I sell can't it at get it. Now. Really? Yeah. That's crazy because I buy from the same company and they tell me that it's not available. Well, it was available last year. Maybe it's not this year, but I prayed it and it worked. So on the trailer park deal, right? that's what I did. I did pre-emergent and then MSMA and then pre-emergent and then MSMA. And it was, it was so awesome. But the bad thing is when you spray them with the MSMA, the sticker's still there. You know, I mean, it, yeah. unless you mow it off really short, which you can right. do, but keeping Bermuda grass mowed as short as possible is a huge key and keeping the Bermuda grass well fertilized to choke the sand burrs out so because bermuda grass can take very frequent cutting and, and short they'll take like so one guy told me one time he's like i think it was old dusty heinegger told me he said if you'll just fertilize your bermuda till it turns yellow it'll kill all the stickers <laughs> <laughs> so he said it will it can't it can't handle the nitrogen the stickers can't handle the nitrogen but your Bermuda can. And right. See, I put her down till it starts turning yellow, and then I just water the heck out of it, and I have no more stickers. Good. So. That's a little excessive. <laughs> yes. But. <laughs> so everybody has their trick, and I, I do think that it's – I think it's there's chemicals and pre-emergence and all that, but it's about consistency. I mean, you can't you that can't skip true. a season. If you skip a season, you're in trouble. So like last year, I I did well. I, I pre-emergented my whole bunch of land, um, and then I sprayed it with MSMA, and then – I sprayed it with 2,4-D, and then, so I was doing great. And then in, like, June, I was like, man, this is great. I ain't got no stickers. I ain't got no weeds. I ain't got nothing. And then August hit, and it was an insane amount of stickers. And I had yep. this huge patch in the middle of my yard that I just quit mowing because there were so many stickers. And I thought, I'll just burn it next spring because I don't know what to do with all those stickers. I'm hoping right. I can burn it and get it hot enough to destroy them, and then I'm going to pre-emerge it. But the stickers are still up in the air. So... And that's a huge thing. That's why that second application is so important because mm. a second generation comes on the hotter and the drier we are and the sandier your location is. Um, that's a huge thing to get that second application on. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about vegetables. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. 
I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. This is Todd McHugh, Jackie Jones, and Flora Castro with Woodward County Abstract. Thank you to all of Northwest Oklahoma for letting Woodward County Abstract handle all of your real estate closing and title needs. We provide real estate closings and title insurance for all of Northwest Oklahoma. Pasen a verme para todas sus dudas y preguntas sobre bienes raíces. Con gusto les explico el proceso y estoy disponible a cada paso de la transacción para asistir con lo que usted necesite para cerrar su contrato. We appreciate your business. Coverzone is a multi-generational company serving Northwest Oklahoma in commercial and residential needs. Plumbing, air conditioning, heaters, refrigeration, sewer and drain cleaning, backhoe trenching, and crane service. And they are your geothermal specialists. Contact them at 580-254-5864 or stop by 116 East Main Street. All right, we're back. Um... Of course, we despise stickers, but hey, if you want some advice, go down to JW's, talk to Jason. He'll give you some tips on how to do it. Obviously, it's not cheap, and that's what we were discussing at the break is, is it's not cheap. I spent a bunch of money. I hate stickers. At my last two properties, I eradicated them, and I spent a lot of money, and then I ended up hiring somebody to mow my yard, and they kept bringing them in, and I had to keep ah killing them. So um, I just started treating it every year, just treat it and just be done. So... um I'm a believer in the the pre-emergent thing you have. I watched it work. So all that being said, go down and talk to him. Now, trees. When's a good time to plant trees? It's, I love trees. Now is a good time. March, April, uh, a few weeks into May, and any time during that time. I dug a tree today, and it's easier on them before they leaf out, while they're still dormant. Mm-hmm. Um it's easier on you and on the tree. So, yes. <laughs> leaves are heavy. <laughs> well, it's not the leaves that are heavy, it's, it's the not. watering and the yeah. The hotter it gets is the harder it is yeah. to keep that maintained because the trees in the spring and summer they're trying to grow shoots and the root system a lot of times isn't capable of keeping up with that and that why that's why you have wilt problems and that kind of thing as it gets mm-hmm. hotter trying mm-hmm. to plant a tree and so i bought some trees from you 10 years ago and i planted them in my backyard three sycamores and two red buds planted them and then i thought i'm just going to water these suckers and i just watered them every day and i thought well they didn't live i went back to you and i said well i don't know what happened i watered them every day (laughs) and you said you drowned them i did (laughs) yes because i watered them a lot (laughs) <laughs> several days in a row i left the sprinkler on or the water hydrant on all night hmm. okay mm. well usually I had two of them live okay and then two of them died but yeah um because usually trees die because people don't water them enough out mm-hmm. here but that's uh that's i think I, and i think i was in a i don't know you probably don't remember this talk, was talking because my my land is was a cliche rock okay and so i don't think i dug a big enough hole so I think the water just sat there, and it rotted the roots or something. It was weird. I remember just talking about it, and I don't understand. We looked, I don't know, but it it was a weird, because, yeah, those three and that, that two and that end died, and that's where my little cliche patch is, where my grass wouldn't grow either. But 
<clears throat> the other two did all right, but I quit watering them, you know, 200 gallons a day or whatever. I was trying to, my grass was really green. <laughs> I want these to live. So I think there's some tricks there. So tree-wise, um, and you have, I was driving by your lot the other day, and you have a whole bunch of trees in the back, like huge trees. Yes. Are those movable? Can you sell them? Some of them are, not all of those. I, ne- I really need to cut some of those down because they've gotten oh, too man. big. But um, if you had a tree spade. I know a guy. Do you? Mm-hmm. We should try to move some of them. I'll call him. Okay. Yeah. He. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I tried to rent his tree spade. I, he may let me borrow it this year. He was busy with it last year. So maybe we'll move some of the big ones to my place. <laughs> I'll make you a deal. <clears throat> so, Yes. Um, I was always, I'm always interested in, um, the tree spade thing. I just, I feel like you're cutting the roots when they go down and with the tree spade. Well, this tree that I dug today, um, most of the roots go out. Mm-hmm. Very few of them go straight down. So I dug, and this was a large tree. I mean, a four to five inch trunk at chest height. So I was digging out about three feet away from the trunk of the tree is where I started my hole. And then I had to go on out farther because I wanted some big roots to be able to cut them and leave as much of the root on as possible. So this guy's going to have to enlarge his hole and he dug it three feet wide. And in places he's going to have to dig it six feet wide, but he's going to have to fill it in because he dug it too deep because it, everything on this red bud went out and he dug his hole three feet deep. So he'll have to fill in the yep. depth. Um, that's another thing. A lot of people seem to plant trees either too deeply or too shallowly, hmm. if that makes sense. So there's a, there's a, the top of the root ball should be just above grade or completely under grade? I think that they should be covered just barely. Okay. That makes sense to me. Like, you, I don't think you want dirt on your trunk. No. Once I had a, a customer, they threw this dead juniper bald topiary tree on the front porch because it had died. And I looked at it, and up on the trunk, like three to four inches, you could see was that. a stain of red clay. So you could tell that they had set it three or four inches deep. That's like putting a rope around our necks. Yeah. I mean. Same with a weed eater. Uh, weed eaters kill a lot of trees. Yeah. I don't think people understand. They're trying to kill that weed, and they're just they get as close to that tree as possible. It's not a fence post. Man. Right. They cut that bark all the way around. It kills the where the nutrients come up. Basically, the nutrients come up between the bark and the hardwood of the center of the tree. You cut that, you're done. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about, so we've got trees. Um, let's talk about vegetables. Okay. Is, when do we start, what, when do we start planting veggies? Now, this month, um, seed potatoes, we're selling seed potatoes, just got a new shipment in today, and I've got red Pontiacs, Yukon Golds, Kennebecs, and Dakota Pearls. Those are white, yellow, and red potatoes. Um, onions, it's time to do those. I've got bundles of onions, three varieties, uh, white granix, 1015Y super sweet, and I got sweet red in today. 
Um, and it's getting close on time for cool season crops. I do carry bulk seed, and you get a lot more seed for less price than prepackaged seeds. Um, and I sell a ton of that seed. And even bulk seeds kind of deceiving. A lot of people think, well, I don't need a lot of seed. And I'm like, well, I have small amounts. You don't have to buy a ton of it. Right. Um, but anyway, that's mainly in vegetables, have a wide variety of everything in that. And then I've got um, three different seed displays of packaged seeds. Um, some things different. One whole display is nothing but pumpkins, which is really cool, like 15 to 20 varieties of pumpkins, and then gourds, ornamental gourds, and Indian corn. Um, so anyway, I've got you quite start a variety. You them, right? Now, or do you wait a little bit longer to plant? It seems like pumpkins don't, I mean, they don't start ripening until like September or October. Right, a little bit later on pumpkins. They like it a little warmer. The, th- <clears throat> the seed things that you can plant now are like lettuce, carrots, uh, beets, Peas. So you're talking. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna buy seeds, and I gotta put them in the dirt, and I got they'll, then they'll grow. You're not talking. I go buy this 12 inch plant, stick it in the ground, right? Because I'm lazy. I mean, now I do have I have started tomatoes and uh, peppers and those kind of plants. Sweet. Yes. So those will be a little bit later. Um, usually our last chance of a frost is like April 15th. Yep. So nothing before that. A gal that worked at my store until she retired, and then for Jimmy Lucas for the uh, many years, she never would plant until Mother's Day. Gotcha. So that's a little bit later even than April 15th. So if I plant my seeds outside and they start growing up and it starts, it's going to freeze, what do you do? Like if it's going to freeze April 1st, what do we do? Well, the things that I, we're talking about, like the potatoes, the onions, most of those, mm-hmm. the peas, the lettuce, carrots, all of those are cool season. So Doesn't usually matter. a freeze, a light frost isn't going to hurt them. Gotcha. Like pansies. Pansies take the cold and a freeze isn't going to hurt them if they're established. Um, but anyway. Sweet. All right. We got to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Connie Rowland in the mortgage department at Bank 7. Bank 7 is a full-service bank with over 40 years of combined experience. Melinda Russo and I are a dynamic duo team committed to making your loan process smooth. With a variety of loan products, we would love to sit down with you and discuss your loan options in person or we offer online and over-the-phone application processing. The Woodward Branch is located at 34th in Oklahoma. Find us online at mortgage.bank7.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Bank 7 is an equal house. Housing lender NMLS six seven seven two nine seven phone five eight zero two five four zero one hundred where our best investment is you. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma and Southwest Kansas. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 19 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or at 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma, or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. 
For 150 years, Sherwin-Williams has been an industry leader in the development of technologically advanced paint and coatings. As the nation's largest specialty retailer of paint and painting supplies, Sherwin-Williams is dedicated to supporting both your do-it-yourselfers and painting professionals with exceptional products. Resources to make confident color selections and expert personalized service that's focused on your unique project needs. Sherwin-Williams is your neighborhood paint store. Stop by and see them, 2101 Oklahoma Avenue. Or call them, 580-256-5861. Hey, it's the Brian and Jason show today. Um, I hope Kendra, she's at uh, home taking a break, not feeling well, and so we're going to try to cover. I know I failed her already by not doing my statistics. I'll just have to preach them to her tomorrow so she doesn't miss out on them. <laughs> but we're talking about landscaping and gardening and stickers and grass. And Do you sell sod? It bounced way off. Do you sell sod? I occasionally sell sod. I mean, I never stock it because I yeah. never know want it fresh. It. Yes. Right. Okay. So if I wanted patches of sod, you could figure, you could help me get it. Like yeah. I want whatever kind of sod you would, I don't know, Bermuda. Yes. Most people are crazy if they put fescue down. I'm not crazy, but it's, it's a lot more water. care. Lots That's more what's in water. my yard. I don't know what the guy was thinking when he planted it. But it's all fescue, and I didn't. I quit watering it, so it's brown too. Well, it's all clumpy. Oh yeah, and a whole bunch of it just died. Like, did we have some weird disease come through Woodward last year that wiped out a bunch of fescue? Because, like, army worms or something. Did you hear about that? I didn't hear about that. But fescue is difficult because it does almost need water three hundred and sixty-five days yeah. a year. So yeah, near the end of the year last year, mine just went one day. It's like from south hmm. to north it just turned brown just two days it was just all dead moles can kill fescue quickly yeah also that might be it so so i will be tilling mine up and then i will be planting bermuda this year so do you have seed for that i do have seed for that in bulk you can get it whatever you want it's Sweet. so much a pound i can't light watering it. low maintenance <laughs> self-growing bermuda that's what i want <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about my wife is a big flower person, so we have like 42 flower pots on my front porch. <clears throat> and so, and one thing I learned last year, Kendra does a big, great job keeping me lined out. So last year, sweet potato vines. So I planted sweet potato vines and I was cleaning out the pot like this winter. <laughs> Huge sweet potato thing. You can't eat those, right? You can. Somebody said this poisonous. I thought, oh, they're not poisonous. But they probably just don't taste good. No, they're not going to taste good. I mean, they're so. But it was huge. Now, so if yeah. I would have, so I did some quick research. If I would have pulled that out, wrapped it in paper or something, put it in my basement, I could just replanted it, and it would have produced like ten times faster than the one I'm going to plant this year. Possibly, right? maybe. Yep. I just figured with the big root ball, it's like all the food nutrients would just. Sh- I don't know. I'm going to try it next year because now I know. So when I plant, you sell sweet potato vines because they're pretty and folly. Yes. What else you got that's pretty and folly like that? I have quite, quite a few succulent vines like mm-hmm. the string of pearls, string of turtles, string of dolphins, string of spades. Of well, they're succulents. Succulents are really big right now. Yeah. So I've got quite a few succulents like cactus, but no, not thorns on mm-hmm. them typically. Um, so I've got about... I don't know, 
four to five or six varieties of those stringy hanging things. Uh, we have mixed pots already potted up of succulents. I've got, I just potted up 185 bare root roses, um, like hybrid teas and things like that. I've got Greg Eye Salvia, which is a perennial that's a red, drought-tolerant, bright, bright red. So my greenhouse, about 4,000 square feet, is full right now. Interesting. So we have to come down and check it out. So I've got these two big – got these huge two flower pots on my front porch at my office, huge. I don't know. They're big. And we planted, like, a couple of things in there, and I thought, man, there's not near enough in there. Go put some more stuff in there, and then go put some more stuff in there. And then, man, by the end of the year, I had – I was clipping – potato vines because we had them like 12 feet out from the <laughs> from the base of the thing yeah um so other flowers that are perennial what's the other one annual so annual you plant every year it just bloom but, but the annuals bloom all season long where perennials come back every year but they only bloom for a short time usually so like a tulip is a perennial Right. It'll bloom, and then that's it. A daylily is a perennial. It blooms for two weeks. Now, like the Stella Dior blooms on and off all summer long, and it's a perennial. Hmm. Um, and then there's a, is there a nightshade or something like that that's like a Black viney, night salvia, maybe. Seconds. Okay. It that's was pretty cool. I've seen some cool plants in town. So if you want to accent your house, we're running out of time. So if you want to accent your house with flowers or bushes or shrubs, Give Jason a call. What is your phone number? 580-256-1324. Awesome. And then if you have a question about real estate, um, give me a call, 580-334-2303, and we will see you guys back next week, Thursday at 530. Filling the huge void in radio for Northwest Oklahoma, 1073 KLSI, Moreland Woodward.